0: I will talk about and preach to you on a passage that is much well known to us. I have titled the subject of this uh, passage, Adopting the Attitude of Littleness. Adopting the Attitude of Littleness. Our Lord Jesus, the Master Teacher, used many different methods and approaches while he was sharing the Gospel. Sometimes you would use symbols. For instance, to others, he told them, learn from the sign of, 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 of John. Sometimes you'd use miracles, which most of you, I think you, you definitely can cite one form of miracle the Lord uh, did perform. He used the parables to speak the word. And many of you, I think you remember one or two parables. Because our Lord was a master teacher. Even today we still recall what was preached 2,000 years ago. He used proverbs and he used what we call paradoxes in communicating the gospel. A paradox, simply put, is a statement that uh, seems to contradict itself. And yet it expresses a valid truth or principle. For instance, in one portion of scripture, Paul says, when I am weak, then I am strong. So that is called a, a paradox. So, in today's teaching, the Lord finds an opportunity to correct a wrong attitude displayed by the disciples. And in turn, he uses that as a learning point to point us to what God desires of us. We often hear people remarking to children saying don't be childish don't be childish We've got a a very active girl in our midst Eliana She's always running around she was running around sometimes When you rebuke an old an elderly or so you just say don't be childish in other words Don't be like Eliana sometimes (laughs) Now in today's passage We tell children to behave like adults, but Jesus tells us, tells the adults to model themselves after the children. This is the paradox we are talking about. This is precisely the summary of today's uh, sermon. The Lord Jesus requires of us to model ourselves after children. Let's turn our Bibles to Mark chapter 9, verse 33 to 36. If you are there, I'll read. They came to Capernaum. When he was in the house, he asked them, What were you arguing about on the road? But they kept quiet, because on the way they had argued about who was the greatest. Sitting down, Jesus called the twelve and said, If anyone wants to be faced, he must be the very last and the servant of all. He took a little child, and had him stand among them. Taking him in his arms, he said to them, Whoever welcomes one of these little children in my name welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me does not welcome me, but the one who sent me. We go on to the main text coming from Mark chapter 10, verse 18 to 16. People were bringing little children to Jesus to have him touch them. But the disciples rebuked them. When Jesus saw this, he was indignant. He said to them, Let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as this. I tell you the truth, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child who will never enter it and he took the children in his arms put his hands on them and blessed them let's observe a few things that we note from these two passages beginning with our main text that is uh, uh, Mark chapter 10 We realized that uh, our Lord Jesus Christ was continuing his ministry. He had been preaching in Galilee there and now he was on his way, making his way for him to pay the ultimate sacrifice for our sins. So on his way, he happened uh, to pass through uh, Capernaum as recorded in chapter 9 there. And while they were busy walking there, the disciples start arguing amongst themselves. That is Mark chapter 9. They wanted to find out amongst them who was the greatest. And earlier on we had seen that uh, the passage of the transfiguration is recorded. And I'm sure some of them were actually a bit puzzled, probably when James, John and Peter maybe were sharing that they had been with the Lord and they had seen that uh, a great thing happening, most probably. But they were arguing amongst themselves who was the greatest amongst themselves and then the Lord was listening but being our master teacher he pretended probably he did not interfere in, and did not meddle in that debate until the right opportunity came and then we realize, according to Mark uh, chapter 9 that he asked them what is it that we are talking about when they got to that house where they were and then having been caught they did not answer anything is it and what did the Lord do he took a small child and he had that child stand in their midst and then the lesson began to the disciples Mark it: it is to the disciples that the lesson is uh, uh, being put he, and the Lord put it very well to the disciples this read with me He put it very well to the Sitting down Jesus called the twelve and said If anyone wants to be first He must be the very last And the servant of all He took a little child And had him stand among them Taking him in his arms Taking that child in his arms He said to them Whoever welcomes one of these little children In my name welcomes me And whoever welcomes me Does not welcome me But the one who sent me So Jesus is using the example Of the child To catch the attention of these uh, people, these powerful disciples were arguing as to who was the greatest in them. He refers them to the example of the child. That's Mark chapter 9. In Mark chapter 10, they went on, and Jesus is busy, uh, 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 and they had an opportunity to to speak to the crowds that gathered to, to listen to him, as recorded in Chapter ten, verse one, where many crowds came to him, and as was his custom, as was his normal way of doing things, Jesus took that opportunity now to speak to the to the crowd as well. As he was speaking to the crowd, the Pharisees came to Jesus, and they put a test to him in the form of a question on divorce, and Jesus deals with that one very well. After has dealt with the uh, question of divorce, then come the People from the crowd who brought their kids to Jesus, which is the main passage of our text today. Verse 13, we find out there were many people in the crowd who were bringing little children to Jesus to have him touch them. In other words, during that time, the rabbis or the teachers, people used to bring their children for, to be prayed for. The, the meaning of the touch there, I think, uh, you it it, it it was like when you bring your child, to to you could pray for them, and you notice this is uh, this is normally uh, expected sometimes. You see, you you pray for your for for, for, for for you pray for your church, you pray for your people. So they brought the kids to 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 the rabbi. He was a great teacher. For him to touch them and prayed for them and what happens the disciples rebuked the people this is what we see the disciples rebuked the people why? they thought they were doing probably Jesus a favor and now they have forgotten that Jesus has used again that example of the kid in the previous chapter of Mark chapter 9 they have forgotten that that Jesus has brought the kid to and used him And this time now, when they saw the little kids, the little children being brought, the disciples stood in the gate and pushed back the kids from reaching to Jesus. And what do we see there? We see the response of our Lord Jesus Christ that he was very angry. Indignant is the word that I read there. In in the King James version, it says he was displeased by this. He was much touched by it. It was he was displeased. In other words, in today's word, maybe we say he was cross with his disciples why they were blocking these uh, these uh, children from reaching him. And what does he say? As you notice there, as we observe, he says, "Let the children come to me. Do not hinder them. Let the children come to me. Do not hinder them." And then. The Lord says something very, 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 very touching. He says, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as this. Mark there, the kingdom of God belongs to such as this. And then he says, let me tell you the truth, verily, verily, let me tell you the truth. Anyone who comes, who will not receive the kingdom of God like a child, we will never enter it. This is the message that we want to zero on. Anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a child, will never enter it. In other words, Christ is addressing us. The way it is said, it is, it, it, it is like continuing. Anyone who will, a uh, as uh, tense, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a child, will never enter it. And this lesson is being given to the disciples because those were the disciples who were blocking the children from reaching out to Christ. After the lesson, the Lord Jesus takes the children in his arms, he put his hands on them and blesses them. This is what is written in the scriptures if we look clearly we notice that Jesus response when he says if anyone wants to be faced he must be the very last and the servant of all. He is teaching his disciples on the need to humble themselves, on the need to take care of the vulnerable on the need to be there and to uh, represent uh, the weak Our Lord calls us to Humble service. Whoever welcomes one of these little children in my name welcomes me. The Lord is calling us to humble service. The Lord is calling us to be there for the week. He's calling us not to consider ourselves first. When I looked closely at these two passages, there's a literal meaning that helps us a lot. Jesus acknowledges and receives children and blesses them. He never casts them away. He protects the weak. He protects women and children. Women are protected in the first earlier part of this scripture, where the Pharisees, the ones who thought they had power, came trying to test the Lord on what He said about divorce. And the Lord used the scriptures to settle that issue he said what did the god intend in the beginning what did moses say in the beginning It says god made them uh, 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 a to become one in that way the lord was able to diffuse the and protect the women because he also says it was not only the man who could put away the, 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 uh, his wife. If he does that, the Lord, the Lord said, if you do remarry, you are also committing a, a sin. And the Lord says the same thing to, the, to, 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 to women. If they put up away their, uh, their husbands, in fact, if she is put away and she does marry, she is committing a, 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 a sin in in this passage the lord was just showing the Pharisees who were powerful people that they are sinful before the lord they are sinful and in so doing the lord was protecting even the women they were castigating the disciples in this time they were trying to block also the children from coming to him no wonder the bible has many passages and instructions to parents about children About child upbringing, because children do matter in the eyes of the Lord. Kids do matter in the eyes of the Lord. The Lord protects the weak. The Lord is there for the for the vulnerable. This is the uh, 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 the Lord is much much concerned about them. That's why He said, "Don't hinder them to come to Me." We find in Scriptures, Proverbs 22, verse six becomes a very important uh, instruction to parents that you must train up a child in in the way he must go. And when he's old, he will not turn from it. It becomes very, very important because the Lord loves children. He loves children because children, being weak as they are, they are also very people who express faith. Being vulnerable as they are, they are teachable. They are ready to receive. They are la- ready to be led. So, take the opportunity to train up a child to show him the way. It is a required prerogative of the parents to do so. In Deuteronomy chapter 6, from verse 4 to 9, a very, very important part of scripture, which if you have got time, you must go and read at home. At one point in time, one preacher. Tamed it to the university of the home. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse uh, 4 to 9. The Lord demanded of parents of adults to teach their children, to impress them on their children, to talk about the laws, to talk about them in their homes, to talk about them when they were walking, to talk about them when they sat down, to talk about them when they were lying down. And It was also needful to paint the doorposts the statutes of the Lord the commands of the Lord it was a requirement of the adults to do so why because children kids they are important in the high eyes of the Lord having that teachable spirit they have the Lord wants them also to be to catch them young so it is quite a very important aspect that we must listen here the Lord protected the kids he wanted them to 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 also reach to him. And in so doing. Whoever hinders them. Whoever hinders them. You may find yourself on the wrong side. With the Lord. Look at how children behave. In Genesis chapter 22. Verse 1 to 8. When God tests Abraham. About sacrificing Isaac. Isaac follows his father. By faith. And then he asks a wonderful question to his father. Behold the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? He's asking his father that question. Children are trusting. He trusted his father and followed along to be sacrificed if he had that foreknowledge. But he didn't because of his vulnerability, because of his... Uh, 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 being, a, being, being a kid he knew that his dead would be there for him this is what the Lord is trying to draw us to this, the attitude that is in the little ones the attitude that is in the little ones this is what God is trying to, to teach us and we can see an expression of faith and Abraham does answer him the Lord will provide the Lord will provide that sacrifice for us so if we take from the literal sense we notice that yes indeed God loves all of us he loves the kids and we the adults we, the parents must be there for their kids and we, why we must catch them young these people are teachable these people are ready to be led these people are vulnerable they need our protection and in the eyes of the lord they are quite 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 important and we must do uh, and honor the lord by taking our, our our position to to be there to be stewards over them now let's proceed in the context of mark chapter 10 it can be seen that both women and children could be mistreated and abused because of their lack of power and disciples they thought they were doing Christ a favor to help him to protect this time to conserve his strength children to them were not important they pushed them away they pushed these little ones away the disciples one author says they were acting as bouncers they were acting as gatekeepers to determine access to Jesus the true disciple must become a child to receive the kingdom. This is what we are learning here. The true disciples, because when he's indignant, when he's cross with his disciples, he then starts giving them the lesson that for you, if you wanna be a true disciple, you must become a child to receive the kingdom. How does, you must become a child to receive the kingdom rather than act as an overseer who drives others away. So in order for us, In order for us uh, uh, to be pleasing in the sight of our our God, we must have that and adopt that attitude of being a little one. Of course, the unspoiled child is an example of submission and humility. That is a normal kid, a normal child, uh, is an example of submission and humility. A child knows he is a child and acts like a child. And that is the secret of attracting love. When a child acts like a child, when we know that there is a child, we'll never be cross with Eliana when he runs her all over there. We know he's just displaying what a child is supposed to be. And before the eyes of the Lord, we need to be children. We need to act like children. Jesus here presents the little child with trusting and simple loving obedience. This is the model that we adults must follow in coming into the kingdom Jesus did not say that children are in the kingdom because they are children mark that one he did not say children are in the kingdom because they are children he says the kingdom belongs to such as these. Yeah. so this is the very important the character that we find is the character of children where they place themselves in utter faith. You dump a child today like one who was discovered a few days ago in Deben in a, in a sewage a, a, a pipe and that child thank God survived. That child will place he, himself in the hands of anyone who come to take care of him and you will be obedient to that to that mark. It is given that children have faith to the adult who's going to take care of them. They reach out for that adult. And the reaching out there, the, the understanding that they are in a desperate position and they look forward to help, and that help coming from an adult, that's exactly the, the secret where God is trying to teach these children, to the, to the, the, the disciples, and is trying to teach us the kingdom of God here is referring to the gospel to this new dispensation of the gospel and to the mysteries thereof it is where Christ is is reigning so for you to receive receive it like a child receiving the kingdom means accepting the rule and sovereignty of God the child does it. He does it willingly. The child places himself willingly. The child uh, he, 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 he does not argue like the adults would do. The child realizes that he needs help. He realizes that is vulnerable, is weak. So Entering the kingdom means becoming a member of the society in which his rule prevails. So, for you to, to, to you, you notice the, with children it is automatic. They place themselves willingly, submissively. Yeah. You don't need to demand it. You know. And in the government of the home, you find that anyone here who's a father or when you say, "I uh, give[s] an instruction, the children follow," or a mother, when you give an instruction, the children follow. Why? They do it willingly. They submit to the authority of the parent. Let this attitude be in us. That is in the children, in the little ones. Let's adopt that attitude. In what ways are children a pattern in their humble dependence, in their acceptance of themselves, in their receptivity? They receive children live by faith that's why Christ in this passage he calls us to model ourselves after the children to live by faith we enter God's kingdom by faith like little children helpless and able to save ourselves totally depending on the mercy and grace of our, of our God because of this childlike faith the Apostle John in his letter he addresses uh, to the recipients of this letter on several occasions. He addresses them as little children, little children. You can read First John chapter two, verse one, verse twelve, verse thirteen. Go on and go on, go on. He addresses the Apostle Paul. Addresses them as dear children, as little children. Why? Because of the, that quality that is in children that must be part of us, of submitting ourselves to the authority. Of Christ we enjoy God's kingdom by faith believing that the father loves us and will care for us uh, and you take care of our needs in a nutshell submitting to the authority of Christ is what has been preached about as being poor in spirit blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven it is Uh, God's desire that as little children we may learn to submit ourselves remember we have been putting emphasis on the point of submitting a child who is submitting to authority because sometimes a child can be unruly sometimes a child can, can be overbearing But we're not looking at that quality. We're looking at the quality where they are vulnerable, where they are weak. Because scripture says to us, when I am weak, then I am strong. Why? Because I am in the Lord's hands. So let the Lord help us. Let the Lord help us. Let the Lord uh, touch every heart that is here. To desire to learn from the the, the position, the position. the children place themselves and we do the same thing place ourselves in God's uh, 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 and depend and fully depend on our God it's not our ability it's not by uh, by, by our power but by God's grace so a person who is poor in spirit who is not rich in spirit who is poor in spirit looks to the Lord daily for direction I think this word was preached to us may the Lord bless the listening of this word and let it help you to learn what it means to submit to the authority of Christ let's pray Father we thank you for the sharing of your word and thank you God for the truths that come from these two passages that help us O God to submit ourselves to your authority. Help us, O oh God, to know the ultimate sacrifice that you paid for us. Help us, O oh God, to desire you. Help us, O oh God, Lord, not to look at ourselves, but to look at you. For we have prayed this in Jesus' name, our Lord. Amen.